0: what's going on folks my name's george gamble here on the mayo media network i'm from premier sports plays and sbr sports picks and in today's video i'm going to be running the rule over the second semi-final taking place at wembley between england and denmark it's an absolutely huge game but before i dive into the details please give this video a like subscribe to the channel because it really does help and don't forget to hit that bell so that you get notified whenever we release a new video because you don't want to miss them so england against denmark under the arches at wembley it's an absolutely massive game in fact 25 years after england's last european championship semi-final which saw them infamously lose on penalties at wembley but the three lines are here again after thumping ukraine by four goals to nil in the last round in fact gareth southgate's side remained the only team yet to concede in this tournament they've won four and drawn one and while they've now gone seven matches overall without conceding a goal for the first time ever that said england have conceded an average of one first half goal per match across their last four games against teams ranked inside fifa's top 10 winning one drawing one and losing two Looking at Denmark, their team spirit has shone through following Christian Eriksen's cardiac arrest as they continue to improve after battling through a tough quarterfinal against the Czech Republic. In fact, Captain Simon Kears said they're playing with Christian Eriksen in their hearts and that's propelled them into their first semi-final appearance since winning this competition way back in 1992. And Having beaten England at Wembley as recently as October 2020, Denmark might feel that they've got a slight chance of an upset as well, especially after scoring 10 goals across their previous three matches, winning all three of those as well and leading to nil at half-time in each of the last four. In fact, looking at both sides, in fact, both of them are on a three-match win streak, so they know what it feels like to win, and England are unbeaten in their last 11 matches. Of England's last seven, six have seen under 2.5 goals, a very tight defence there. But Denmark's last five, four have seen over 2.5, so it could be attack versus defence initially here. Uh, The Danes have scored first in five of their last six games as well, and they're unbeaten in first halves across their last 17 outings. and They've won 11 of those and drawn six, so they do come flying out of the blocks. Looking at overall averages this tournament, Denmark actually averaged the third most shots per game only behind Spain and Italy who play in the other semi-final so the England defence needs to be on their game looking at the team news for both teams England have got no suspension concerns after Harry Maguire Declan Rice Calvin Phillips and Kieran Trippier all avoided second yellows against Ukraine so they're all fit and available for this one I think Gareth Southgate will probably stick with a 4-2-3-1 setup that he used in that 4-0 win over Ukraine but the question for me is who starts on that right hand side because Denmark aren't Ukraine. They're going to come at us and I think we need someone who's got defensive capabilities as well as being able to cause damage going forward. Jaden Sancho started Saturday's resounding victory but I think Southgate might call upon Bukayo Saka if he's available from um, the right to help keep Myla at bay for Denmark. Myla's been phenomenal. I don't know if any of you saw it. But that assist for Dolberg against the Czech Republic, outside of his right boot, straight in behind the defence for an easy finish for Dolberg. It was superb and I think the England right-hand side needs to keep him quiet if they're to do well in this game. For Denmark, Andreas Christensen came off late on against the Czech Republic. uh, But there's nothing to suggest he'll miss the meeting with England and he should probably start in Denmark's back three here. And on another positive note for them, Yusuf Paulson and Daniel Vass both featured from the bench on Saturday evening, which is a huge boost for them. So analysing this game, for me, England are back at Wembley. Obviously, they've got the job done in Rome, but being in Wembley with 60,000 fans, 58 of them being uh, for, for England, 58,000, sorry, it's, it's going to be hugely impactful, in my opinion. The game against Germany... The fans were rocking Wembley was rocking it was so so loud getting behind the three lines and there's been a somewhat fever that's overtaken us here in England even people who don't like football i don't know how they managed that i do not know but nevertheless people who don't like football are going crazy for it it really has taken over the nation and everyone is behind this England side and for me momentum is a huge thing in football and both of these teams have it the momentum's with England and there's momentum with Denmark as well and whoever wins this game and makes it to the final it's going to be a dream scenario for England it could be a chance to win their first international trophy since 1966 and for Denmark you know they lost their first two games in the group stages had that really unfortunate occurrence with Christian Eriksen uh, and the cardiac arrest and so whoever makes it it's going to be incredible it really is as i said England are the only side yet to concede at Euro 2020 and with Harry Kane Hitting his stride, you know, fans of England, we're confident. We always say it's coming home. It's probably the most boring sentence ever if you're not from England, but we truly believe that this this year could be our moment. Reached the semi final in 2018 in the World Cup, didn't quite make it, but this time around, we really do feel like we've got one hell of a chance of winning that first piece of silverware for over 50 years. Uh, But Denmark, you know, they're not to be underestimated. To bounce back the way they have. Uh, After the reasons I've already mentioned, it warrants commendation. It's phenomenal. It really is. And they've got a nice settled system and a nice starting eleven, And they are a force to be reckoned with. My only concern with Denmark is in that game against the Czech Republic, that second half, they they really did look somewhat jaded um, against them. And the Czech Republic, they weren't that impressive going forward, but they always seem to have a chance. And Denmark looked leggy. For me, Denmark are a side that they do come flying out of the blocks. They want to cause that damage in the first half. As we saw with the previous stat, you know, winning that many games um, to nil by half time, it's a phenomenal feat. And for me, I think England, if we can keep things tight early doors, we stand one heck of a chance. Because Denmark's game against Czech Republic was in Baku. Um, and that's some distance away from London. They had to travel there, they've had to travel back. And I think tiredness could be key here. And let's not forget that. Denmark are playing on raw emotion after what's happened with Eriksen and everything that's going on. They're playing on that emotion and that could be tiring. And just the way they played against that Czech Republic side in the second half was slightly alarming. And I think England are in prime position to kind of capitalise on that. They're much more rested. They haven't had to travel as far. They've probably got, well, there's no doubt about it, they do have far superior quality of players compared to Czech Republic. And if the Czech Republic were able to get some chance against this Denmark side you know for a fact England will, and the difference with this England side compared to ones in the past for me, yes, we had that golden generation of skulls, Gerrard, Beckham, Lampard, Rooney, but for me this one work is much more gelled as a unit. It works so much better, and also we have the options off the bench to completely change the game with the exact same quality. Now our starting eleven isn't the only quality on the bench. We've got some sublime players, and I think they can capitalise on a, a very tired Danish side both physically and emotionally um, and like i said before england yes they did lose to denmark uh, the last time these two met in a one nil defeat at wembley uh, and that was in the ua for nations league last october but in that one england were playing with 10 men for the majority of the game as harry Maguire was sent off in the first half and yeah for me just to kind of sum up with fans allowed back into the stadium and england supporters in full voice there's just been announcement in the uk that uh, full capacity stadiums will be returning next season. Lockdown and everything, all of the rules, all of the laws are ending in July. This nation is on a high. It really is. We're in such good, it's just in a hugely good mood. And this, I think this could translate onto the pitch. Everyone's happy. Everyone's buzzing. Everyone is behind the team. And I think if you thought the stadium was rocking against Germany, it's going to be raised, the decibels can be raised even higher for this one against Denmark, knowing that a place in the European final, is on the line and like I said, the the Danes have had to make a long trip back from Baku and I just don't see them winning this one and I've tried to look at it without my rose-tinted specs on as an England fan and purely from a statistics point of view, from an analysing point of view and yeah, just for me, they look tired in that second half and they do tend to do that damage in the first half and I think England will keep it tight. They haven't conceded a goal yet and I think if they keep it quiet, keep these Danes quiet for that first half, I do believe England will go on and win this one. Harry Kane is in sublime form. Everyone is in a good mood. Yeah, for me, this has got an England win written all over it. So my favourite pick for this one. And my recommendation, I'm not going to complicate it. I'm not going to go with unders. I'm not going to go with the same game combo. I'm purely going with England to win the match. And that you can find that at minus 136 on various sites. So that would be my favourite pick for this one. I hope this video has helped you in terms of analysing the game ahead uh, for this one between England and Denmark. Once again, don't forget to like this video, give the channel a subscribe because it really does help and hit that notification bell so that you get notified whenever we release a new video. You can follow my work as well, follow my stats page on Twitter at cgeorgegamble and follow my personal one as well which is at george underscore There's only one thing left to say, it is coming home. See you in a bit.